You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ask a Drone You. My name is Paul. My name's Rob. Always excited to be sitting here next to Paul, hanging out with you guys, and very appreciative of the fact that you find a few minutes out of your day to listen in, watch in, whatever it is that you're doing. We appreciate it. And we do want to hear from you. AskDroneU.com is where you can submit your questions. Let us know what's on your mind. And remember, there's always somebody else that has the same question. They're just not quite willing to call it in. So be the one that is. Definitely. AskDroneU.com. Like, for example, here's here's a little mind bender for you. I wonder if some of you have heard of LK99. It's supposedly a superconductor that works at room temperature. Well, something that I've never thought of that I recently uh, was having a conversation with a neighbor and my mind was on fire. But we all know of electric motors. It's what powers our drones. Uh, there's a couple of them right next to Rob's hand right now. And they look, look like little hockey pucks, those little silver things. And it's a lot of copper wiring um, that is wrapped on a straighter. And essentially we throw electricity to it and the electricity makes that motor spin. But what if superconductors could fundamentally redesign the way that motors work? What if there was only one moving part, for example? This is the type of stuff we would love to discuss here on DroneU. And if you wanna have a question regarding how would superconductors change our industry, please bring it on. Also, we have now finally reviewed all the domestically available drones. This took us all summer long. And in my eyes, it's very clear if you cannot fly DJI, who you need to go to. Um, and I'm going to be doing a big old video with Kirill on this. Actually, uh, to our editor, we're doing our boat videos this week, Kirill. So I'll be getting you footage. Sorry for the slight delay. Uh, but uh, but that said, um, I you know I think that room temperature semiconductors could fundamentally change drone design as a whole. And I think it's something that no one is talking about. I would love to talk about it. I think we're only a few years away from drone designs completely and fundamentally changing. And as our power distribution systems become more compact and more powerful, I think we're gonna see exactly uh, that. Like what if honestly your next iPhone was a wrist bracelet and then you go like that and you see your phone and you can tap or do anything, right? And then also what if you could go like that and let it fly and take a selfie for you? Straight up. I mean, with room temperature semiconductors, this is all very real. Which brings us into today's topic. We live in a modern world, and oftentimes when I'm in the back of the office, Rob is like, hey, Alexa, find me a drone pilot in Fort Collins. Actually, that never happens because uh, Alexa steals all your data and can be used against you in the court of law. Uh, but, but that said, there are a lot of people out there that utilize Alexa voice search chat GPT, I call her Kathy, um, and so many other things. And how can you make sure that your drone business is set up properly to actually be recognized in a voice search? What if Rob's wife is like, hey, I need a realtor who actually uses drones in their listings, or hey, I need a, a drone pilot in Longmont, Colorado. Are you set up? Well, we're gonna be talking about how you can get your business set up to do exactly that. It's actually 
not that easy. But Rob, it made me wonder, how many times do you hear in your family someone asking Siri, someone asking Alexa for help? Yeah, see, I'm the same way, but I, I was looking at how much search... In fact, I'll do this after the break. We'll bring, we'll start up with how much search is voice search, but. Yeah, I know what I read. Really? What'd you read? Like 50%. I don't believe it though. But really? by the way, we'll, we'll get into some nuances about that. But before we get started and listen to the question, the show is brought to us by. Yeah, the show is brought to you by Drone U Experience Training. Look, if you want memories that are going to last a lifetime and you want to gain confidence in the types of drone shots that you're getting because you're not getting those shots that are wowing your clients, you're not getting called by National Geographic, you've got to have great shots, great motion, great smoothness, great light. Everything needs to be great about your drone shots. If you want that confidence, you got to join us at the experience training, not only to practice capturing those shots, but capturing those shots at a beautiful and colorful Colorado. It'll be during the fall changing of the seasons. It's going to be absolutely breathtakingly gorgeous. We're going to be doing adventures and trips to gather shots to teach you how to edit, teach you how to edit at scale when it comes to photos, when it comes to videos, and when it comes to orthos. You will not want to miss this experience training, which is seven days. We even we even allow you to focus fully on the training itself. We're going to take care of all of your lodging. We're going to take care of your food, and it's going to be an experience you will never, ever, ever forget. Frankly, you won't want to miss it. Experience.thedroneu.com. There's only seven seats available. If you want to have a drone training experience, unlike anything else in the country, in the world, literally, then you're going to want to come to the Drone U training experience, experience.thedroneu.com. In addition, we've also got flight mastery courses. If you really do want to gain that hands-on in-person confidence of flying your drone to handle any emergency situation, and you really want to master the drone flying like it's essentially another appendage of your arm where it's just second nature, and you also know all the systems to avoid crashes and emergencies that come naturally because we are human and we forget uh, things and we make mistakes, then you do not want to miss the flight mastery trainings that are going on here in August, here in September, but also in New York, September 8th. You won't want to miss that. And we also have one more mapping class available in September. There are a few seats left. So if you want to master what it takes for processing of mapping data and acquiring of mapping data, then don't miss it. Check it out, thedroneu.com. Hello and good morning, Rob and Paul. Justin calling from Vermont. I just first of all want to thank you both for everything that you do for the drone community, whether it's FPV or whether it's commercial, residential. All the information you guys give out is very valuable to every one of us. So my question for you today is, I've actually been a drone pilot, licensed 107 for a couple of years now and got my business started. It's very slow traction right now. I do have it listed on Google and I'm continuously getting nonstop calls on my cell phone about how important voice search is to get to the top because everybody's using their cell phones and Androids and whatnot. But I don't know if this is a potential scam or if this is the true key to getting to the top. Just wondering what your guys' thoughts are. I mean, obviously, I know it's not. It's your skill and the communication value that you have with the customers. But does this really play a factor, voice search, as to being recognized 
as far as services are concerned. So if somebody's looking up a drone pilot and they click on Siri and ask Siri, you know, for a local drone pilot, or like I said, is that even relevant? Just looking for your thoughts. Thank you very much. And again, I appreciate everything you both do. Thank you, Justin. We appreciate you. We appreciate you spending a few minutes again with us and that you took the time to call in your question. It is a good one. And uh, I'm actually surprised that in all the years we've been doing this, we haven't heard more about this in terms of um, this question. So this is not something that we've focused on. And you've kind of uh, prompted us to maybe do a little bit more uh, with even Drone U. Yeah, a hundred percent. And in all honesty, there's a couple of things that he's mentioned regarding this question that I really want to hit before we get into the voice specific stuff, uh, which is he goes, what is the true secret to getting on the top? I will be blunt, frank and honest with you. The true secret for SEO for you as a drone pilot is three things. Number one is a really well-built site that your fundamental SEO is fantastic. You keep it very simple. Things are backlinked together so it's easy to navigate throughout your site. You have the right header tags. You have the right indexing done and everything is fundamentally set up very, very well. Okay, point number two is that you need your local papers, your local influencers to literally talk about you, which means backlinks, okay? Backlinks from that point to your site, backlinks from locals, from news, etc. Point number three, and this is the hardest for people to understand, and it's by far the most important to get on the top and stay on the top, which by the way, you can, you can go look at all sorts of part 107 stuff. And obviously you're going to see drone you and you're going to see pilot Institute and all those guys. And they're really good at part 107. And the reason that they have, you know, gone from nothing to, you know, not flying drone jobs to still not flying drone jobs just at the top of part 107 is they do one thing very well. They're constantly creating new content. Okay. They're constantly adding to their blog posts and their blog posts are very well organized. They link to other blog posts that are on their website. Look, at the end of the day, if you can write three articles like per day, which is next to impossible, you're going to have to use uh, like a five- At least good ones. Yeah, you're going to have to use someone on Fiverr or if you've got a family friend who's in college or in high school and you want to get them up to speed, they could be writing content for you. It doesn't have to be long form content. You know, 600 words is, is fantastic. And honestly, there's a very simple formula, right? Your title of your article matches and is later found at least three times in the body of your article where you're maybe talking about uh, drone pilots of San Jose, California. What to know about flying in San Jose could be an article. Um, Special use licenses to fly drones in San Jose. That can be an article. Uh, What to know when vetting drone pilots in San Jose. That can be an article. But if you really want to know the secret to being the top of the list of your at least regional and local area, it is constantly updating your website and your blog and that whatever you write is going to point to another thing on your website and that you've got a great image um, on your website, typically less than two megabits for your featured image that's 16 by nine as a JPEG, um, not a PNG. And in all honesty, you know, if you put out a piece of content every single day, people are searching for this stuff. You will be found. And I think something that Rob and I, we should talk about on the show 
as we move into voice search is that there's a lot of different people in this world. There's a lot of different unique characteristics, characters, uh, and a lot of unique attitudes and mentalities and ideologies. This means that we all have different ways of going about our daily life. Rob, if you search for something, how do you search for something? Um, I normally Google it. Just in Google, right? In a Google on either the browser on my phone or the browser on my laptop, yes. Okay, so when I search for something, I actually like to go to Google Maps. So that's a different... I use that a lot too. That's a great way, right? Yep. But neither of us use voice, right? Mm. And so re I want to hear that statistic that you found about how much voice search... Well, and there's a, there's a really important point, I think, here. I will say what I will sometimes use Siri for is just for random information. Like, when is the moon going to be full again? But that's not a service per se. It's like random ultimately meaningless information, right? Unless I know somebody that's going to be a vampire that night or not a vampire, a werewolf. Siri, when will Rob grow hair? Uh, can a vampire grow hair? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how she got that you're a vampire. She heard me say vampire, I guess. I don't know. See, Siri's a little weird. Okay. but Siri, when will my bald friend Rob grow hair? I found this on the web. <laughs> and that's what she, and that always drives me crazy because all she does is say, I found this on the web anyways, most of the time, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh -huh. so then you're going to the web anyways. I'm like, well, you didn't even really help me that much, I guess, a little bit. I didn't have to go type, type, type a few letters. But I think one of the things I'm noticing as we look at this is that it really can help more, I think, for local SEO. Yeah, 100%, which is, I think, this audience that we're speaking to right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's not necessarily us. Like, we're not that... We're not as concerned about what happens here in Loveland, Fort Collins, Longmont, Colorado. We're concerned about essentially the world, right? So yeah. it's a whole different perspective for us. That actually showcases a really important point. Why are some of these other Part 107 training companies doing that local SEO? I don't know if you've seen that, but they're like, where to find pilots in Cincinnati? It's like, why are you doing that? Like, you're hurting your pilots that you're helping in Cincinnati. You know, the fact that we don't do it, I think actually showcases our value for our members, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about that to know whether I agree with that or not or whether, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think there's value, particularly if you're trying to do in-person training and like we're trying to grow the drone you local footprint. That's why. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's a thing as well, right? But that said, this article, which is about how to get a business listed on Siri, is suggesting, and I don't have the way to back up this data, but 50% of all searches are made by voice. Interesting. With around 30% made without a screen. Which means some of the, uh, like the Echo Dot or the HomePod by Apple, whatever those are. Mm. Um, I don't know what Facebook's uses because they've got one of those doohickeys. I wouldn't buy one of those if you oh. you couldn't pay me a million dollars to put mm -mm. one of that guy's mm -mm. things in my house. Mm -mm. But anyways, that mm -mm. guy's cuckoo. But um, anyways. <laughs> so true. Yeah, this article said 20% of all Google mobile searches are voice. So and that's, a, that's definitely um, honing in more on Google Android. mobile. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh -huh. So very different. Um, Perspective. Well, and I always think of Ted Wilson. He's uh, he does the airspace and weather section of our part 107. He used to be the the voice of United, and I remember hanging out with him, and we were flying in Phoenix, not flying drones, flying uh, powered parachutes, and he would every single thing that he would do, he would, and it wasn't like Hey Siri. He'd be like Hey Google. 
um, what are the ground speed winds at Pleasanton Airport? You know, like he was so specific. He knew how to like work the database. Well, and I think also I wonder if there's a generational thing here. You would think the opposite. You would think that maybe the younger set would be the ones utilizing that but maybe not because they're so fast with their thumbs see i think that's it exactly like look at human nature we're all innately lazy and as we get older we become more lazy so if you think about this pattern of human (laughs) yes that can be true i i actually i do believe that that can be true because laziness can force us to figure out the most efficient way of doing things but that said i think it makes sense why some older people are really into voice searches like my sister she voice searches all the time yeah. like, you know uh, how old is she uh she's 11 years older than me so she'll be 46 tomorrow okay so yeah i guess that because if you think think about the delta in terms of we're getting probably too nerdy on this but that's okay we'll I think the point is, to answer your question, there could be some value there, especially locally. I think that's the answer to the question. Yeah, now, is it the end-all, be-all of getting on top, no. like he said? No, no, no but no, it no. is. it might be one piece of a pie, of like, let's say, a seven-piece pie that is going to help you get business 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so there are various ways of like, Rob, you just you just mentioned uh, the HomePod. Right. And so that's Apple search. And then you have Google Google's voice search. And then you have chat GPT search, which you can have a chat GPT keyboard on your iPhone. It is. Possible. What about Bard, which actually connects you to the Internet, which GP, chat GPT doesn't yet. Right. That's a good question. Yeah, I actually just learned that. If you use Bard to write content for your blog, it supposedly doesn't ding you on Google. But if you use ChatGPT, it does. So it's no longer... Well, that kind of makes sense because Bard is Google. And I would like to actually reach out to Google and ask this question. So yeah, They're not going to answer that. Um, that said, when we have these different forms of voice search, again, Apple, Google, um, Alexa for Amazon, you are going to have to get registered. There's, you don't have to pay someone to do this is my point. You can say, okay, Alexa, Google, Apple, what do I need to do to get my business on there? And there are great articles online that show you exactly what you need to do. But the long story short is you need to get your business name into a very specific database that Apple Alexa and Google pull from. Okay. And that's, you're probably going to have some concentric circles going on where there's a little bit of overlap, but there's going to be a lot of uniqueness to each as well. Totally. And we don't necessarily know what those uniquenesses are at this point, um, but we do know they exist in terms of databases that you're going to have to get into. But I don't think it, I mean, you could probably spend a day and get a lot of it done. I think so too, yeah, because what you would need to do is you need to sign up on Yelp because supposedly Apple pulls from Yelp, but Apple also says that you need to have an Apple Maps listing. So you would need to do those two things. In order to supercharge your Apple Maps listing, call five or six of your friends, offer them a 5 or $10 gift card to Starbucks if they'll write you a review on your business through Apple Maps. That's how you supercharge it, okay? Um Number two is you've got to have a Google Maps listing. And then in order to get into Google search, it's unclear beyond that database what you would have to do. And then number three is Alexa. And supposedly there's a specific database for Alexa. In fact, I looked up how do you get your business on Alexa? And it's actually quite a long workflow of what you have to do in Amazon. You have to have an Amazon listed business to get onto Alexa. So, Interesting. That, but that, 
here's the thing. You can even go system. You can even train Alexa to be like, Alexa, what's the best drone school? And it'll be like, drone you if I go in and do something to that, right? But no one ever asked that question. In fact, it was funny because Jason had programmed Alexa at one point to say exactly that. But it was, you can literally program it. So just know that whatever information that you hear on these voice searches is an opinion from someone else. Well, but you could do things like... um Today's weather brought to you by the drone you. I mean, there are ways to do that, like so that drone pilots say, hey, I want to get my drone weather, drone related weather from a source that drone you backs or there's you can actually go pretty deep into this. And you this sure is can. something that old Vannerchuk, what's his name? Gary, oh, yeah, Gary, Gary V. v. Gary, Gary v. v. The wine guy. He, I don't want to start acting like him because uh, you guys will all have to move the speakers away from your, your You'll ears. You'll have to take Adderall for the rest of your <laughs> life, too. Oh, that guy. So smart. And uh, anyways, whatever. But he's been talking about this for a long time as well in terms of using it uh, in a deeper way. Gosh, like probably four or five years ago, maybe more, where people will wake up every morning and get some tidbit from your company relative to what they're interested in. That kind of thing. But I don't know how to tell you to do that. I just know it's a thing. Yeah. Honestly, I think this is something that we should all do. And uh, we're going to be doing it here at DroneU. There's honestly, you need to find all the databases that feed all these services. And I'll give you a hint. They're typically services utilized by government agencies or databases that government agencies use. And then these private companies rip from those databases and they pull your information and it gets populated in certain areas. But you have to put Effort, effort out too. Yelp, Apple Maps, Google Maps, you know, Alexa business listing, etc. Once you do those five things, if you're constantly putting out content that's regional to your area, showcases value and educates your clients and it's something not well known, interesting, etc. That's how you get on top of SEO. A lot of drone pilots, uh, I don't think understand that you're a small business owner, you have to wear the 17 hats. And like I've been saying in our coaching call, which is happening today, you know, you have got to put in the regular effort. You've got to put in the regular effort of going and putting your name out there and making relationships because it will pay off. So even in the worst of times, I've seen super pushy people be super successful. So um, <laughs> yeah. how persistent are you? Because that's how much success you're going to have. On that bombshell, my name is Paul. My name's Rob. Thank you for listening. If you have a question, ask DroneU.com. Come on. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.